Hello, and welcome to this episode of Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty, a resource to equip and encourage leaders to make disciples who make disciple makers. I'm your host, Chris Swain, here with Robbie Gallaty, the pastor of Long Hollow Baptist Church, founder and president of Replicate Ministries. Today on the podcast, we are continuing our discussion on the four soils of a disciple's heart. The four soils of a disciple's heart. So last time we, get, we began by really kind of explaining what parables are and why Jesus used parables to teach. Yeah. We found out that it wasn't new to Jesus. Parables had been used before. It was a common way of teaching um, a truth. And we pointed out that usually it's one truth. Not usually, every time. One truth but multiple applications of that truth. Yeah. And so we began to break down the different soils and, and uh, just summarize, if you will, briefly, the sower and that first soil as we left off last time talking about those two items. Yeah, so the parables are Jesus' choice mechanism for teaching. One-third of all his teaching is in parables. Uh, and this is the first and the greatest parable. I didn't say this last week, but the reason this is the oh, first wow. the and greatest. the best parable. Yeah, the and be- I believe that. The best? That's pretty strong. The greatest. I'll say the greatest. The greatest parable. But okay. the best... I mean, that could be... Okay, the greatest. Okay. Let me go with that. First and that. greatest. Let me tell you why it's the first and greatest. Because it's one of the only two parables where Jesus gives a full explanation on like this. Oh, yeah. Okay? He gives another one in Matthew 13, but this is a full explanation on what he means. And he's teaching us on this first one how to interpret parables. He's showing us. He's saying, this is what I say. This is what it means. This is how you interpret parables from here on out. And he doesn't always explain them like that going forward. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Okay. So here we are in the first one, which is the sower and the seed, to which last week I said should be called the parable of the soils. The sower is God, in my opinion. The seed is the word about God and the kingdom and Christ. Uh, Really, Jesus said the, the word about the kingdom. And God's sowing this word. Jesus himself is sowing this word, and there are four different hearts of disciples. What I said last week is, this is not, in my opinion, about who's lost and who's saved. Right. This is not a, this is not a paradigm by which we judge someone's salvation. This mm-hmm. is not what I think he's saying here. Yeah. You know, 75% of the hearers are lost, 25% are saved, so sow in that field. That's not what yeah. he's talking about. But if you are a leader who's really trying to get your people to be hyper-evangelistic, mm-hmm then it could be the reason that you're framing this uh, parable that way. Right, right, To right. leverage it. Go, hey, you're going to share it 100 times. Only 25 are going to say yes. Yeah. What's funny is we used to say that. I used to say, I, I even, I remember yeah. a teaching one time where I drew on the board the four soils, remember? Oh, and I said 75% of the time when Better you show, yeah. it's not going to Which take I roots. want to say that we would advocate that you should be sharing the gospel All often. the time. All, All the, the time. time. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay, so the first soil was the hardened heart. Right. Remember, these are hearts, not soil. That's so in correct. your Bible, write heart above yes. soil. It was Matthew 13, verse 19 specifically. Yeah, the hardened the heart. This is the seed that doesn't penetrate the heart mm. and therefore doesn't grow. Okay? The second heart is the shallow heart. And we all know people like this. Right. So read verse 20 through 21. Verse 20 says, And the one sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. But he has no root and is short-lived. When distress or persecution comes because of the word, immediately he falls away. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, so if, and, and here's another thing I said too that's interesting. Every time Jesus tells, most of the time when Jesus tells a parable, it's on the heels of an event that just happened mm. or an encounter. Right. So I think the first soil, I didn't mm-hmm. say this uh, mm-hmm. when I was teaching on this, but the first soil is Matthew 12. Gotcha. It's the soil he just sowed into, and they didn't hear they were hardened to it, and the religious leaders rejected him. That's soil right. one. Soil two, I think, is John 6. Mm. John 6 was 
he had disciples following him. Yeah. And Jesus says to the crowd, unless you eat of my bread, uh, eat of my body and drink mm -hmm. of my blood, you'll not be my disciples. And remember mm -hmm. with the crowd, these were people who were following yeah. him at first. They were like, that's a bit too far. That's too much. I'm out. And they left. Yes. Okay. So this is a, a, a heart that is at one time following God. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we know people like this. Yeah. These are people who, who start off so good. Mm -hmm. They are passionate about the things of God. They are signing up in your church. They are staying early. They're, or they're coming early. They're staying late. They're mm -hmm. volunteering. They're all in. Yeah. But what happens six months later? They're gone. You they're never gone. see them again. And, and later on in the podcast, I'm hoping we can answer this question. Could this be a believer who in this area of their life Yes. not trusting God in a challenge. No, I think these are all believers. Well, these we, are I think all we wait, we wait until the definitions. Let's, okay. I don't want to get too far <laughs> I ahead. I think these I'm are still, all, by the way. Yes. Okay. These are all disciples. Yes. Okay. These are all people who are potentially or, or have the potential to go and bear fruit. Gotcha. All of them. Gotcha. Okay. And remember, I said this last week, this is not about who's saved and who's lost. Maybe I just said right. that. This is not in our Western minds trying to diagnose salvation mm -hmm. and losses. Mm -hmm. That's not what the Jewish mind would have ever thought. Right. They want to know how to live today, how to be fruitful today. Yes. Okay. So this is the heart of someone who is serving the Lord, mm -hmm. is passionate about God, but once persecution comes or suffering comes, they leave. It reminds me when I used to work at Powerhouse Gym. Oh, so wait a second. Now, Powerhouse Gym, what, uh, what stage of life was this? For so you? this is pre-Christ. Pre-ministry or pre-Christ. Pre-Christ. Wouldn't even believer this time. Okay. Wouldn't even believer. I was back from my first rehab treatment. Okay. From Mexico, Tijuana. Okay. <laughs> which you got to read the story and recover. You went recovered. to Tijuana, Mexico. Yeah, you got to read in, the, in my life story uh, to, book called to Recovery. To get clean from drugs. <laughs> yep, that well. Yeah, and I passed pharmacias <laughs> every day. But that was another story. So I, uh, I come back, and uh, the doctor said, you need to change where you live. you got to change people, places, and things because you'll be pulled yeah. back in. So go live in another city with someone you know. Mm -hmm. The only person I knew living outside of Louisiana. Your sister. Was my sister, Lori. I've heard this story before. may this? have read it in a book. I think you did read it in a book. Okay. <laughs> so I go live with my sister, Lori, in a one-bedroom apartment on a blow-up mattress in the front of her, uh, front of her dorm room. You talk about humility. I leave this, and it was obviously bad, but I had this drug empire in a sense that I built. I was driving nice cars, and I had all the things money could buy, and here I was just three years later yeah. on a blow-up mattress in a dorm room, okay? And God's like, no, you're going to be humble. There okay? you go. But I wasn't a Christian yet, so I got a job at Powerhouse Gym. One of the things I did was give away free one-week passes, you've seen this before, just to get you in. Yeah. And when I got you in, I would say, you know, if you come every week, you'd probably lose some weight. If you come every week, you'd probably feel better. You'd probably sleep better. Yeah. And then I would parlay that into a 39 or 59 family membership a Ooh. month. 39 a month is not bad. 59 a month for the family. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody comes. Okay. But here's the thing. In January, the sales would spike through the roof. Everybody's coming. Everybody's engaged. Mm. And uh, they would come. Everybody's buying new clothes. You know if you've been there. New Year's there. resolution. New Year's I'm resolution. I'm this year. I'm you, doing it. Yeah, you're cleaning out the pantry. January is the Easter for gyms. That's in my mind. Yeah, that is the Easter of the church As world. a church leader, yeah, I'm thinking Easter is a tent post. The gym is January. Yeah, we would sell so many memberships in January. I believe it. But here's the crazy thing. Everybody would come. They got new clothes to wear. They've got they've cleaned out the pantry. They've got rid of the donuts from December. Mm. Uh, they are they they have evacuated or, or taken away all the candy bars. They went to Whole Foods. They're eating healthy. They go to the gym. They get on the treadmill, and the first bead of sweat that hits their brow mm. 
they're out. <laughs> they're like, wait a minute. Would There's, that be similar to people coming to church on Easter and then tapping out a couple weeks later? There, I see the similarities here. I've never thought trying, of it before. I'm not trying to turn the podcast I've seen it in that similar. Direction. I've seen similar. But here, yeah, here's the thing. So here's, here's the deal. They come, and the first sign of struggle, the first sign of suffering, they're mm. out. Hmm. It's one thing to do that with a gym membership. And so what happens is and by Janu- from January to February, mm. guess how many memberships are canceled in one month? Um, 25%. Close. 50%. Whoa. Fifty percent of, of the memberships gym. that Good are night. that are opened in January are then closed in February. Now I may be one of those people who has subscribed in oh, I'm January sure. and I'm canceled sure. in January second. You I'm know, sure. <laughs> well, you and you and a lot of other Americans. But here's the thing: they cancel their membership, yes, and they turn their back on the gym. It's one mm. thing to do that in the gym; it's another thing to do that with Christ. Wow. And that's what's happened in this soil. I think when suffering comes, when pain comes. When attacks come, when you get, when you surrender your life to Christ as a student, and then mm-hmm. you go to school, and your atheist, unbelieving friends question you and say, "You're not a Christian, are you? Mm-hmm. You're one of these Jesus freaks, are you?" You're like, "No, no, not not really." Yeah. When you have a financial crisis, or you lose a loved one, or you get an Ill, come down with an illness, or you have a medical crisis, and you say, "Where are you at, God? Hmm. Thought you were blessing me," and then you you turn in a sense and you lose the fire and you fizzle out from the passion you once had. That's what I'm talking about with this kind of heart. It's, so, a, it's a person who, when trials come, mm-hmm. they turn. It's a little bit better than the path, but it's still a rocky soil and, can't, and the root can't grow deep. This is probably the most discouraging because it has so much promise mm-hmm. at the beginning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I it, do. Yeah. Let's take a brief break and we'll be right back to finish up on the final two soils of a disciple's heart. Over the last few decades, American churches have produced plenty of converts, but not as many mature believers. Studies show the majority of Christians don't even understand the basics of faith. But how do you tackle such a big problem? In our new book coming out June 2nd, 2020, called Replicate, we want to help you tackle the problem. And if you pre-order right now, you can go on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, ChristianBook.com, Apple Books, wherever you get your books, and and pre-order now, we're going to give you an exclusive eight lesson video series that will guide you through the kind of an over overview of the book. Yes. And a lot of you have been listening to this podcast for uh, a year now, almost, almost two years now, over a hundred episodes of the podcast. Wow. And we, we appreciate that. We try to do this to equip leaders. We try to do this to equip uh, disciples to make more disciples. And this is a way that you can get some content similar to this. And I would say even greater, go even further uh, in a, in a book form and pick that up. And I think it's going to help you out a lot. Yeah. And it would take you, 50 hours to go back and listen to all the content on the podcast. It would take you years to go through all the content from the cohort and blueprint. And we have basically put it in a one-stop shop for you to use with your staff, with your team, for yourself. And with your discipleship group. You know, what is this we're trying to do as we get together and make disciples and create that culture? Check it out wherever you want to purchase your books. Uh, Amazon is, right now you can go there and check out the cover, which I'm pretty excited about. Pretty awesome, pretty awesome design. Yeah. And we're back. We are talking about the four soils of the disciple's heart. We've talked about the hardened heart. We've talked about the rocky soil. And now we need to move into the third soil, which is found in verse 22. Yes. Is that correct? Would you like me to read it? Read that one, please. Now the one sown among the thorns, this is one who hears the word, but the worries of this age and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Ooh, this is a key one. This is one where many people listening have fallen into. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, many good-meaning Christians who are trying to serve the Lord, trying to lead their families, and this is a you got to understand the diagnose of the soil. It is good, rich soil. Mm. The soil, the minerals, the nutrients in the soil are good. The problem is there's too many things in the soil that choke the the, the plant from growing. Yeah. And so what I call this is the polluted heart, okay? The divided heart, if yeah. you will. This is a person who is always trying to keep up with the Joneses. This is a person who is always doing just busy things in their life, a lot of good things in their life at the mm-hmm. neglect of some really great things in their life, yeah. okay? This is a person, and it's so innocent too, mm-hmm. because what happens is you say, I'm going to sign my kid up for this travel ball league. And we're just going to do this uh, this tournament here. Yeah. And we're just going to get season tickets to this series. And we're mm. just going to be a part of this thing. You see, and, and we're just going to join this club here. And then eventually, before you know it, and it's so subtle, your life is inundated with stuff, mm. busyness, uh, the, 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 the drive for fame yeah. and wealth. And you can't sleep at night to pay your mortgage. Mm-hmm. And you can't sleep at night to pay your car and bill. We've talked and about this podcast before, just the busyness of life. The business we're not wearing a smartwatch yes, right now. Both of us. And the reason that we Which should... by the way I hadn't told you, I may have to abort the non smart watch. Oh uh, boy. Yeah. What happened? Well, it's uh it's a medical reason. Oh really? <laughs> well that that probably does <laughs> trump after the echocardiogram last week yes. and the stress test last week. Yes. The doctor is in, is uh hinting at the fact that having a medical device strapped to my wrist. Is it a medical device or is it an Apple Watch? That's an Apple device with a medical adapt, uh, gotcha. adaptation. Hey, I can't fight the doctor. Uh, to, <laughs> to, to, to signal that my heart's not beating right. And then what would you do? So it's either is there an app analog for that? and fight oh, the yeah. resistance of the yeah. uh, digital age. Which or, is I'm, I'm going to continue the fight. Or live. I'm going to go on alone. It's fight or live. <laughs> live is good. <laughs> okay, so anyway, I hadn't told Candy that she's gonna oh, she's boy. gonna say I told you so. Oh man! But the cool thing is she won't be the only year. one. She we won't be the only one. Yeah. Hey, uh-huh. y- you've gone a year. I'm continuing on. Oh, excuse me. Okay. I will continue to fight. This Here's technology. this guy. This guy is a pol- has a polluted heart. Yes. It's kind of like the rich young ruler. That's the test case. First one was Matthew 12, uh, first soil. John 6, I think, is the second soil. Third soil is uh, the rich young ruler. This is a man who came so close to Jesus but could not take the step of faith because of one thing. He had everything right. Jesus said, do you follow the command? Yeah, I do it all. Great. Okay. One little thing you have to do, and if you sell those things, you'll have all things. Mm. Go sell all your possessions, give them to the poor, and come follow me. Why? Because I know that if you bring that into your relationship with me, it's going to cause problems down the road. So let's eradicate those things now yeah so you can have full commitment to me later and the guy turns away and the bible says he turned his back and went home because great were his possessions Mm. now let's be honest his possessions in the first century fade in comparison to the possessions we have today Mm -hmm. let's be honest what did he have yeah i mean he might have a few things but compared to today yeah he didn't have a car he probably didn't but he may have had a cart he probably had a cart. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Did a very have, nice cart. Did he have custom rims on the cart? Probably. Okay. I mean, I'm did. looking at the woodworking thinking that could be some pretty sweet custom <laughs> he rims probably on had, the cart. He probably had state-of-the-art wood His rims. oxen were amazing. Yeah, he probably had 20-inch <laughs> you know, wooden rims. Yeah. But, okay, so but let's be honest. We'd laugh at that today. Yes, I'm okay. laughing at it He right doesn't now. have a cell phone. <laughs> he doesn't right, right. have the amenities of life. Yes. Okay, so by today's standards, he has nothing compared to that. In fact, the, the average person listening today would – make him look like he's in, at the poverty level. Mm-hmm. 
So if he struggled with possessions, mm -hmm. how much more do we struggle today in a world yeah. of internet and Instagram? Yes, instant that, life. Yeah, instant life. That if we need it, we click a button and we have Amazon Prime, right? Mm. And we have tailor-made ads that are distracting us every time we pick up our, our phone. I don't know if you know this, but and you would agree probably. I'll tell Candy something at home like, hey, babe, my neck. Yes. I got a crick in my neck from, yeah. I think, my pillow. Alexa picks it up. I guess. Next thing you know, you're looking at a I pick up app. my Instagram, oh, yeah. and there the is an ad oh, yeah. for pillows 50% oh, sure. off. You ever hear that happen? Thank you, Amazon, every, all the time. Yeah. Like right now, we just said, I promise you, we'll be looking at our phone later, and I'll be like, hey, there's a pillow. <laughs> if that's the case, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, somebody's watches. Let's wrap up this fourth soil. Okay, the fourth we'll soil. Run out of time. Read, read it quickly. Uh, verse 23, but the one sown on the good ground, mm. this is one who hears and understands the word, who does produce fruit and yields, some 100, some 60, some 30 times, what was sown? Okay, so here's the responsive soil. Mm. This is a person who has a receptive heart. This is a person who is open, mm -hmm. receives the heart. And so here's how it works. Responsiveness or being responsive leads to productivity. Mm. So you receive the heart and you produce fruit. Now, don't miss this. You can't produce fruit in and of yourself. Yeah. But you can align yourself in an environment mm. through spiritual disciplines through hearing yeah. the word on Sunday, through being in a discipleship group, mm -hmm. where you increase the production of fruit yeah. in your life with the environment you're in. Write this down if you're taking notes. Not if you're driving, but take notes. <laughs> if you're taking notes. Right. More seeds in the right soil equates to more fruit in the garden. Ooh, okay, think about good. this. More seeds mm -hmm. in the right soil equates to more fruit in the garden. So what that means is the more you're exposed to podcasts like this mm -hmm. the more you're exposed to sermons the more you're exposed to d group and life group and reading books and christian music and the more word in your life the seed yes the greater chance you have to produce more fruit now god mm -hmm. produces the fruit right but you can align yourselves in an environment now That's here's good. what i want to close with and yes this is what i want you to say the problem is never with the seed mm. the problem is never with the seed in fact, we believe, and you would agree, that it's the Word of God that changes life. The book, right. the book we, we preach and live by is inerrant and infallible mm -hmm. and life-changing. The problem is yes. never with the seed. If the problem was with the seed, you and I would be fishing on old hickory and catching fish every Sunday during church Instead time. Just ca oh, yeah, that's right. Well, well, we wouldn't yeah. be catching. Yeah. No, we would be. We'd still <laughs> we be would fishing. Be casting we'd be casting. We'd never time. be catching. Right. But we'd be, if, if the book wasn't right, real right. and right, right, we'd be doing something else. Sure. But we believe that, okay? So... If the problem is not with the seed, mm. then the problem is with the soil. Mm -hmm. And so the question in the invitation this morning is this, and here's the thing. I don't think this is a parable to investigate and determine who's saved and who's lost. Mm -hmm. Watch this. I think the parable is an invitation to examine your own heart. Mm. Where are you at this morning? Are you, in, are you are in a place that have a hardened heart? Do you have a hardened heart? Has, has the words of Jesus and the scriptures become background music in your life? Mm. It's there, but it has no effect. Yeah. You hear it, but it doesn't have an impact. Or, or you're angry, you're mm -hmm. antagonistic, you're always judgmental, you're always condemning. That's a hardened heart. Yeah. The second person in here is a shallow heart. You are a one time passionate about the things of God, mm -hmm. but have fizzled out. Yeah. You are on fire for Jesus, but the church has institutionalized you, and you have lost the joy of your salvation. Mm. The third heart is a polluted heart. Yeah. You have good soil, but you have too many things going on. Yeah. And so for you, you're going to need to take an inventory of your life. Mm -hmm. On one side, put these are eternal things. Mm -hmm. These are temporal things. And let me move the columns. Yeah. 
The final soil would be the responsive soil. And these are people, and most of you listening would say, that's me, I'm bearing fruit. If that's you, you're asking God to bear more fruit in your life and much fruit in your life for his kingdom. Mm. That's a good word, and I think listening to that and understanding it makes it a little bit easier to apply to our own lives and to look at those in our life group, our D group, those we influence, those we're mentoring, those we're leading, those we're discipling, and help them also see in their own life where they may be challenged and which one of the soils they are. Yeah, and I would say, too, the answer is, I didn't say this, the, the, the answer, yes, the answer mm-hmm. is, you can't change the heart and the soil, God can. Mm. And so you're asking God, like Ezekiel, to get, change the heart of stone to a heart of flesh, to put his spirit within, to renew the joy of your salvation. Mm. So the only way this can happen is if you ask the Lord to change your heart. That's good. Well, thanks, as always, for joining us on the podcast. If you wouldn't mind, please give us a rating wherever you get your podcasts. Maybe you get them at Apple Podcasts. Maybe you get them at Spotify. Please. I don't know, but wherever it is, let people know How what you How many ratings do we have? Do we know? Uh, hundreds of ratings. Really? Is the term I'm going to use. I wish we had hundreds. Do we have hundreds? No, we do have Mr. hundreds. Mr. Dillon. I'm not joking. I'm not kidding. Wow. Let's ask our fact checker, Colton. To we go have hundreds, to the but you're listening. You may not be one of those You may hundreds. not be one of those. Sure, So sure. would you do me a favor? We have thousands listening. And we have hundreds of ratings. Ooh, I like that. All I'm asking is that you take a few minutes to go tap on but you're the how one many who stars you think. That's but right. You're listening right now and you're convicted because you haven't. <laughs> is there a soil category for those who have not rated the podcast? Yeah, that's the that's the uh <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm uninterested soil. But no. please please do so if you would obviously it helps the podcast. And then the second thing is take a moment and just share this podcast with someone you think will benefit or learn from it. And again, as always, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty. If you don't mind, take a moment to subscribe and share the podcast. You can find out more about disciple making, resources related to disciple making, and our customized training on our website at replicate.org.